Hello and welcome to the 2K Fancy Premier League podcast. I'm your host, Christopher K. We are looking ahead to game week 28 and we are up to episode 83. And Kev is not in Canada. <laughs> Kev is in Florida, uh, sunning it up on some golf courses. And he's been uh, via, I think he's seen seen some of our FPL friends on on his trip down. So uh, hand over to Kev to give us a, a lowdown oh, yeah. the last couple of yeah. days, man. Yeah, man. Florida man. Do you know what that means? Florida man? You ever see that? Uh, no. Uh, it's just that people in Florida do stupid shit, I guess. And so on the news, it'll always say Florida man, like put his head in an alligator's mouth. Now he's dead or something. You know what I mean? Like, what, 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 the alligator or the man? No, the man. Like, it's always like oh. there, there's this thing where uh, in the news, you know, it'll just say somebody. You know did something but it'll just instead of saying like a guy in florida it'll just say florida man did this and it's always just like stupid shit like if you look it up online it's it's like a thing anyway i think you missed my joke there kev because i meant i get I it because i'm kevin joke. canada no you missed my joke when you said the guy the florida man put his head in the alligator now he's dead and went what the alligator and i realized oh, you meant yeah, the, the, yeah. sorry anyway it's a terrible joke anyway i'll, I'll let i'll let you carry on <laughs> Yeah, uh, we drove down, so that's 21 hours of driving. So we did uh, we did that in like usually we can do that in a couple of days, two days, like one yeah, night. Yeah. But yeah. we did it over three days just because. Well, I, I actually I stopped to to meet Sean uh, and said what's up to him. So we just sort of and then Kim's got my wife's got an aunt and uncle like in Pittsburgh or near Pittsburgh, which is only four hours from us. So we yep. just kind of did like a little short four hour drive and stayed overnight with them to hang out. And then that kind of timed it well to see Sean for dinner in North Carolina. And then we stayed in, I don't know, after dinner, we drove a little further, got to some place in South Carolina, and then we just bombed it down on the third day, which the third day is always nice because it's like you're driving into the tropical weather. So it's like put the shorts on in the morning. So for those that don't know who Sean is, because I'm conscious like some people will, but some people won't know who is listening to it. What right. who's Sean and, and and what what are the three fun things you learn about yeah. Sean by meeting him? You could have like prepped me on that. That you were gonna say that. I don't I don't know. <laughs> so wait, what, first of all, a second. you don't know who Sean is. You just nah, I, I mean guy. three things. It's the first you've ever told me you're gonna ask me that. So I, I wasn't prepared for that. Sean is a, a guy I met on the internet <laughs> that I brought my friends or my family to go visit. <laughs> now he's, he's, a, he's on Geek Slack and he's like very active on there and he's everybody's best friend. But no, he's super friendly. A lot of people don't realize we're also in a draft league. Yeah. Like me and you and a couple other contributors and a couple other people on slack that were just all like hey you want to do a draft league sort of like the first 10 people that said yeah we all just started one like what three years ago four years ago yeah but sean's in that i mean even on slack we have our own little draft league chat just the 10 of us that we talk to probably more frequently than everyone else realizes so sean sean's uh i don't know he's just a good dude 
first thing I noticed is he's like he's like six four, which you can't really tell on Slack that a dude's gonna be so tall. <laughs> you know, the thing, thing with meeting people that you've never seen in person, they can be different heights and sizes to what yeah. you might expect. Like I've seen pictures because we'll share the odd picture on like, oh, I'm at the beach with my family today or something, right? But uh yeah, he's a good dude, man. Super nice. He's a teacher. Um at a private school with you know like smaller classes stuff like that like he's, he nice. teaches he does all the like he coaches like all the sports teams like basketball and volleyball and cross country and stuff cool. um yeah his kids are nice super well behaved like nice people really really good people man super friendly so, so i mean we, we hung out for like an hour and a half we had dinner and then we nice. hit the road again nice. and it was just pissing rain like, like crazy rain because we were actually going to meet at a park so the kids could run around after being in the car all day and like just grab food and hang out there but like this is sort of like plan b there it's this restaurant that we don't have in toronto that we weirdly enough though i i grew up in vancouver and and we do have it in vancouver and i always used to go there for my when i was a kid on like my birthday so i'm like dude you guys have a red robin <laughs> it's just like this whatever place so anyway but yeah, it was fun, man. Did, did it bring back childhood me memories? Uh, a little bit, I guess. Yeah, the like nice. the actual restaurant, sure. Cool. But nice. yeah, man. And then now we're here. It's day one of two weeks in Florida, and the weather's wicked. Nice. Like it's Good. it's like thirty and hot right now. We're in the pool all day, and then you just had to pop out to some stores because day one you just need to like get a bunch of shit when you're staying oh, in a yeah. place. Like we're not in a hotel, we're in like a family's uh, like golf course resort house near the beach sort of thing. Yeah, kind of, they're, they're common in Florida. And uh, so you got to like stack up food and booze and all that for two weeks. So basically we just spent a grand at Costco. <laughs> you have Costco over there? Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. We've got okay. Costco. Yeah. Not, not, not that we actually use it, but yeah, we, we, we do. Well, my parents are members, so like we go when they walk up to our place, but we don't use it that yeah, much. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, if you can hear a baby crying, I'm, I'm like, there's only so much space we have here, so I'm, I did my best to isolate myself, but maybe I'll hit mute while I'm not talking. Yeah, I, I don't think I've heard that. I heard occasional noise. I don't. Well, we will find out at the end because obviously we're using. You're using slightly different equipment to usual. So, yes. I'm, right, I'm conscious. I'm going to dive into the pod then. So, we have a deadline for game week 28, which is Saturday 9th of March. We're back to the what I'd call the classic 11 o'clock deadline ahead of the Manchester United versus Everton game. So. I think for once, team news leaks will be less relevant. Um, we've got a few games this week before we get to that deadline. We still want to finish game week 27 with Sheffield United versus Arsenal. So hopefully, uh, Arsenal keep up their good sc goal scoring run. Uh, even I don't think a lot. Of, I don't think either of us have got Saka captain, but I don't care. I just want. To, I just want, want us to hammer Sheffield United. Um, then <laughs> Wednesday, Manchester. <laughs> Yeah, of course you do. Uh, and then Man City are in Europe on Wednesday. And then the, the Thursday night, uh, UK or English teams are playing. Uh, 
for I think it's the first time they played this this in 2024. So we've got Liverpool, Brighton, West Ham at Villa. So they are back in action across Europa and Europa Conference. Uh, so yeah, there, there are there's a few games there, and then we're still waiting for all the doubles to be re- rearranged. And I guess these things will be a bit clearer once game week 29 happens, which we will talk a lot about in next week's pod because there's four games to chat about for that week, and that's pretty much all we'll talk about, I suspect. So key team news: there's been a lot of injuries actually. So Trippier went off injured. So I've got top ten here. Number ten, Trippier got injured. I don't know. Might be minor, might not be. It's a calf. I know he's been dealing with injuries. So a bummer like me, if you've had him in your team and you kind of spent money on your defence hoping he'll do something. And he's, let's be fair, he's done nothing for weeks. You've been better off with uh, Sharp. But anyway, uh, we'll see how that plays through. Uh, talking about defenders that haven't done that well recently, a stupid and played 90. But since I bought him, Kev, he's had zeros and ones. And he had a zero this weekend, even though he did play 90. And uh, Lamptey was hooked at half time. So I think a stupid will be out of people's teams. They're they're uh, stay away team right now outside of Pascal Gross, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um, I think people get interested in them once they've got a double later on. Uh, but then even that, I think you're right. Gross might might be the guy to go for. Um, Ricarlison is out for two to three weeks. Although it sounds like there's been mixed messages in terms of Ricarlison said something shorter than that. Uh, you know, the manager said two to three weeks and three to four weeks and. So no one quite knows. But anyway, he's injured for a little bit. Uh, and Poro is still a week away, which for anyone that is trying to avoid a free hit in 29, you have still a Poro in your team. You need to hope he gets fit uh, fairly pronto. Uh, for Wolves, Neto and Saar both went off at half time, but apparently they might, might both be okay. Uh, I guess no one really has Saar, but I guess a few people might have Neto, Alvarez, consecutive benchings after not being benched all season. He's now been benched two weeks in a row. Uh, De Bruyne was back in the team, uh, albeit Alvarez did outscore De Bruyne because he got an assist and De Bruyne got a blank. Uh, the popular pick, number five, Sinisi, went off after 12 minutes. So everyone was worried he might miss some games because of yellow cards, but in the end it was hamstring that did him. So I suspect that's him done for the double. So unlucky anyone that brought him in. Um, and I think have you missed him on your wild card in the end, right? You went against it. I had him it. up until, well, let's say ten minutes before deadline. Ten minutes before I left the hotel to drive, <laughs> which was, yeah. and the deadline was like half an hour after that. Thanks to Ori for that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it was the yellow cards that put you off, right? Had he exactly. not got all those yellows, you would have picked him, right? Definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, number four, Solanke's fit to play and he got he played 88 minutes number three wang's out for six weeks so uh kind of unlucky for anyone that bought him in because yeah he's he's yeah he's yeah he's injured straight away um uh number two Eze's back but then we often say that and then he's injured again but he's currently fit anyway and then number one salah is still not in the squad but darwin came off the bench and obviously scored that winner uh, and obviously, as I mentioned before, Liverpool are playing on Thursday. So, Kev, I'll do some clean sheet odds because I think I think you'll like these clean sheet odds. Um, so we okay. have we have one team in the fifties, and it won't be surprised you, Kev. It's Arsenal, fifty-one percent home to Brentford, and then we have two teams in the forties. Both matches involve Bournemouth and Luton. You'll be pleased to know, Kev. Uh, so the second highest clean sheet odds this week are Bournemouth at forty-seven percent at home to Sheffield United. 
And then the third highest, and the this, as I said, the second one in the 40s is Palace, 43% at home to Luton. Um, but if we could look at the, really, yeah. But if you look, I feel at, like that one is a little dicey because Luton are actually like pretty decent on attack now. Yeah, I agree with that. They're, 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 I mean, I mean, 43% is still obviously still less than 50, right? So it's not amazing odds. And then the other game of note is Bournemouth versus Luton. So the clean sheet odds for that are 38% for Bournemouth and Luton are 13%. So if we take the Bournemouth and Luton games combined, Kev, the chance of at least 38% for Bournemouth oh, and 13 for that's Luton. That's so low. Yeah, Luton's defense is not good. It doesn't. I think they've got like one clean sheet or season or something like that. It's not great, man. Um, yeah, it's funny. I have their keeper and their defender, but the keeper I have four save points, and the defender yeah. I have four attacking returns. So. Yeah, which is good. Which is the only reason you need. I mean, I got Kaminsky, and yeah. he did all right in the last double. I mean, he had a lot of saves, and I mean, he let six goals in and still got me like eight points or something over two. Yeah, and anyone right. can get a penalty save like we saw yesterday. Yeah, I mean that's yeah a bit of luck there. You never know. Although of course if you had a penalty save against um, Solanke, that's kind of I don't know. Perhaps it doesn't matter too much. I imagine Solanke might be a bit of a bit of a wash as you sort of as sort of as yeah, as you say. Yeah, he's going to be like a hundred and ninety percent EO kind of thing, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and we'll come. Yeah. Well, well hold that thought because we'll come back to captain in two seconds. Then, so the chance of at least one clean sh one clean sheet for Bournemouth it's sixty seven percent. Which is not not a surprise given those odds, but Luton's mm. is much lower at thirty one percent. Wow! Albeit, Kev, I think it was twenty percent last time that they they had a double. So you know, uh, relatively speaking, they they've got some better odds this this who, time around. <laughs> who were sorry? I missed the first game Luton have. Who were that? Who was that? Uh, Palace. They're they're playing at Palace, and, and Eze is back, and they got a twenty one percent chance for clean sheet. Yeah, that. and Eze is like if Eze wasn't there, they probably have like a. 30 percent like he's that good yeah yeah and and maybe the i'm not sure how good the bookies are at sort of adjusting those odds but i kind of know what you mean i'd you're definitely very favor you know i'd favor my chance of palace not scoring if having got Eze and elise right you've got a chance then because they're, yeah. they're the main guys and then captain this week kev what's what's your thoughts well I, yeah i think it'll be a big big push for Solanke. and let's say he's injured though which he isn't at this moment but let's say you yeah. can't can't pick them there's obviously yeah. a lot of hype going around morris right now and just a doubling player but i actually i think i'd probably go with like netto or a keeper like netto's got two home fixtures mm -hmm. again save points you know maybe he keeps it clean like i i don't actually expect like in my head i don't expect bournemouth to ever keep it clean and then they ended yeah, up yeah. keeping one today right so yeah that was a huge bonus like i, I didn't expect that um so anyway i think it's i don't think there's there's some decent fixtures with the single game week players though but it's it's just that bournemouth's fixtures are so good like you know even though they're kind of the shittier team i think it's 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 like solanke for sure if he's fit uh, you know we don't even need to debate it anymore but for some reason he isn't. I really like uh, it to still be a, a Bournemouth double game weaker, and I really don't like any of their other attacking players at all. And I really don't really care for any other defenders at all. So that's why I, that's why my vice captain right now is on Neto. I, I guess the challenge, Kev, is right. 
uh, unless you've already got Neto, uh, uh, yeah, and, and maybe and maybe the point at that point you should go for Neto, and maybe I mean there's an argument, and we're going to get into this later on because a lot well. of people are asking the question of do you take a hit or whatever for a player? If my goalkeepers were, for example, um, Keller, who is home yep. to Man City, and Dubravka, yeah. who's away at Chelsea, would a Neto minus four must pay off? Well, see, this is where all the chip strategies come in because are you free hitting in 29 or not? If you aren't, then you should get a Luton player. Yeah. Because you're going to have a double game. You should get Kaminsky. But if yeah. you are, then Neto's fixtures are way better than Kaminsky's this week. So you should get Neto. So, and uh, also uh, Bournemouth, you know, depending on now when you're wild carding, Bournemouth probably have a, well, they will they'll have a double game week later. So they better fixtures as well. Post, post so the, you should have Neto. So it really depends on what you're doing now, man. Like you really should, you sh you really should figure that out now. Yeah, this, I, this I, is the time to figure it out. I I guess I I was more wondering if the scenario, as you say, Solanke is injured, and as you as you're saying, yeah. you I mean you go Neto, you already got him, right? It's nice and easy, right? Yeah. A lot of people won't yeah. have Neto at the moment, right? They might have to minus four to get there. Is the minus four worth it? And I guess it kind of depends. What well, I think got. if Solanke was injured, you, these guys, it seems to me like when I, I just quickly looked on WhatsApp, it's some people that, you know, we talk to or whatever. And it seems like it's fucking like Morris time or something. Right. Which is fine. I mean, I just wildcarded him and I didn't even pick him to give you a sense of like how much I think this is hype from, you know, yesterday's game. And, and yeah. whatever, but I, I just, to me, I don't like the Morris thing because I just feel like the, there's so many other forwards I'd prefer. Like, I, I guess the thing with Morris, though, if you're, if you are not, you're trying to not free hit in 29. I'm not. There is a massive temptation to bring him in. I, I'm not free hitting 29, and I didn't even bring him in on wild card. Like, this is my point. Like this is I I <laughs> I oh no I have, oh, oh, yeah but I get that but I guess if you're sat there and you're trying it's very hard for you to bring in but he's a, such a, a Luton players are so tempted of anyone and not trying to free hit in twenty nine and right. trying to get with eight or nine players Kev rather than I guess someone that's just wild carded I, I just think there's that. I would rather sell a midfielder for for Barkley or something. Yeah. I I guess I just I just I don't I I don't I don't want to sell Holland man I don't think it matters who he plays like he uh, I mean I know he only got the one goal versus Man United eh? but last time he played him he had two goals and an assist like you know it just he played Liverpool he could get a hat trick I just feel like you're gonna lose team value you know he plays Luton in like two weeks or three weeks or something like that like. I, mean, I just, I mean, you know, yeah. and I know people are going to wild card them back in or something, but like, I, it just, it just all depends on your strategy right now. But like, I, I am, I'm bench boosting this week and I am not free hitting 29 and I didn't pick Morris. Yeah. But that. my, you gotta like, I have to almost like walk you through my whole team to explain that. So anyway, I just think, I guess the question is, are there any single game week captains this week, or is it just going to be Solanke and Morris captains? I just think Haaland at Liverpool. I mean, I do. I quite fancy Haaland at Liverpool. I plan to keep him for that, but as I mentioned, I probably said this in the last part, and I'm yeah. I trying, to, trying, to, trying to repeat myself. I do plan to sell Haaland in 13, have him out my team for a few weeks, and 
use the money to get Mo in and probably go like Mo what? Darwin double because Liverpool. Well, got, Mo like... even going to be fit, man. Like... Well, I mean, assuming he's fit, which is also why I don't want to sell Haaland now because if I sell Haaland now and it turns out Mo isn't fit, I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, it is quite a few weeks away though. I mean, yeah. game week thirty is like in a month's time now, Kev. Yeah, fair enough. So, so I'm kind of hoping by then Mo is fit, but if he's not fit, what about then, yeah, like, what about um? Saka Brentford home or Bowen Kudus Bur uh, Burnley home. Like, do you just I, I feel like I'd rather have Solanke over that for sure. But again, if he was wasn't fit or something, would you? I pick think I think I'd fancy. I think I'd fancy Bowen because I just think Burnley are terrible. Whereas, like, whereas Brent, like Morris can put up a good Brentford can put up a good defense. I just think Burnley just a poor yeah. side. Like a Morris, Barkley, whatever attacking, uh, whatever attacking Luton asset you have that doubles versus Palace away and Bournemouth away is that better than like Saka? Or is that like home Brentford? Or is that better than like Bowen? Kuda? Like to, to Bowen be fair, I just with Paqueta and say. Pardon? I should go Watkins home to Spurs. I mean, that guy scores all the time. That's what I mean. Like, is are, is are, this is what I'm saying? Like, I don't think I don't think Morris or Barkley or whatever, whoever you're attacking, Loon player, even though they're doubling with those fixtures, I don't think it's better than those guys at home. Like, I'd I'd even rather have Son and Madison away at Villa. I think. Yeah, it's the way I, they play. Like, I like I, I view them as higher upside in one week than these guys in two. Cool. Right, I'm, but, I'm gonna, this this anyway. is a nice segue into differentials, actually. So, Kev, sure. I've written down two Bournemouth differentials just because I prefer the Bournemouth double, right? As you, yeah, I agree with you on that. I only have I have Solanke and Kaminsky at the moment. Okay. Uh, I've written down. I think it's Chris Mepham. Anyway, it's Mepham anyway. He's four well, point three. Kaminsky is uh, not Bournemouth. You said Bournemouth, right. didn't you? So, in my team, I have Solanke and Kaminsky. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you said two Bournemouth differentials. Yeah, they are. That I only I'm... have Kaminsky and Solanke. So and I... I said Kaminsky's not Bournemouth. So my two differentials I'm <laughs> going to talk about are both from Bournemouth. And in okay. my team, I have Kaminsky and Solanke. Okay. That's for context of. So these are two players I'm looking at. So. Uh, so Mepham is the defender, 4.3, 0.1%. He's slightly cheaper than everyone else. And he's the guy that came on for. Uh, right. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Sinisi. So is he Sinisi. injured? Injured, or is he injured? He's injured. Injured. Sinisi. Yeah. Hamstring. Do you have? Have you ever seen uh, Mickey Flanagan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The out, out. Out, out. Yeah. He's injured. Injured. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely injured. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, it's. I mean, it's more people went. His hamstring went. It didn't look very good. You know. Well, that's not. Yeah, you know, hamstring is weak. At least. Yeah, whereas like Trippier walked off, do you think there's, there's a chance he might be all right? But this, and he's been. And then the other one, and I know you said you didn't like any other Bournemouth attackers, but Semenya is interesting for me. I, I'd actually, yes, and the reason why true. I wrote him down is I think I'd prefer Semenya 4.5 to Morris over Morris. Yeah. Agreed. So when I was wildcarding, I wasn't sure if he was fit or not. Like, I, I think, or you know what I mean? Like, was he fully back? Because there's minutes. Yeah, his minutes have been like off in twenty two to twenty four, and then he's had yeah, and then he's he the last been... three. Okay, but yeah. I, I, so I, before I... starting and scoring this week, I'd only seen one ninety 
Yeah. So I was like, yeah. And then again, it's another forward. And I was like, I'm good on forwards, dude. I don't need this fucking Semenyo dude in my wild card. Um, so, I mean, and I don't think I'll do it, but if I was going to sell Haaland to anyone, it wouldn't be to Morris. It would be to Semenyo. Well, you're because you're free hitting 29. I'm free hitting 29, so I don't have to worry about that. And it also yeah. means I have a nice fixture for him when he gets back. And it also means right. I've got a load of cash sat on my bench so I can sell Rodri, who has been quite good for me recently, Rodri to mm -hmm. Salah in 30. That's kind of where my heads go. Sure. The, yeah. the downside of that is I really want Darwin. And the reason yeah. why I want Darwin is Liverpool have got Brighton at home in 30, and then they've got Sheffield United at home in 31. I think myself, I might just, I, 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 my, my head is just like attack that. Go, 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 now, go all out on that. When you say that Bournemouth has a nice fixture in 29, like Morris is no, going to have 30. Right. Okay. Yeah. 30 Morris has Tottenham away and then Arsenal away. That's really bad. Yeah. Which is, which is another reason why I wouldn't <laughs> go in the Morris route because I, because right. I picked my team, team up on 30 and go, oh, he's got rubbish fixtures. Whereas like then Semenya's got Everton at home and Crystal Palace home. And you go, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And I'm almost going, is that because the other thing that's going through my head, Kev, is going for Semenya, and I'm, I haven't worked the maths out, but it must work out this way. I must have, I've got so much money in the bank, I like 10 million quid in the bank or something. Oh, no. I'd be like, because yeah, it's a 10 million pound downgrade in Holland. I've got over 10 million quid. Well, I and you haven't wildcarded, so you'd want you'd want like Holland, Son, Mo if you had that much money. Yeah, so I think when I got that money, I'd get Salah in the I go Rodri to Salah, mm -hmm. but then I could get. I know he's not fit at the moment. But he might be in a month's time. I could get Trenton at the back yeah, and well, do that instead. It's just, just a bit different. So it's just that's it. You know, yeah. I, I'm I'm chasing like you are, and then go do yeah. something different. Uh, you can't Agreed. just follow the pack. So anyway, that so that's the reason why I have that. But that, I, that's that's my sell on so many years. If you are if you're going to free hit in 29. I wouldn't go Morris because you're going to pick up Morris's crap when you come back, but Semenya might be a bit different. But I probably, but to be clear, I think I probably will keep Haaland. And Kev, what have you thought for your differentials? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm just going to pick two guys from my team no one else has. How about that? Okay. Seeing as my team's really fucking weird. <laughs> Does anyone else in their team have Zabarnier? <laughs> that's the I defender of Bournemouth, right? There you go. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, that's cool. I'll go for them. Okay, and then how about who else do I got? Emerson for West Ham, four point four. So basically, like shittiest guy in my team. Well, I guess the Barney, my two shittiest guys in my team, but 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 work really well for the next two weeks, and then they're bench fodder. Yeah, because he's got a good fixture this week, and then he's obviously playing in 2029. 20, so he, I think yeah. it's an interesting. I, I still exciting. think, yeah, I still think you go a Bournemouth. Def oh, actually, if you're trying to free hit in 29, perhaps that's the route to go, right? If you're trying to avoid the free hit in 29, yeah. I think I, I there is an argument that you'd go Emerson over a Luton defender. Although, would you, would, yeah. you, would you rate Doherty Doherty over Emerson? Doughty, Doughty, yeah. The um, Luton guy. I rate him over him, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's got like eight or nine assists. He got assists. Pretty impressive, well. yeah. Like he's at one goal, eight assists. That's pretty impressive, man. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I go, I go Doughty over Emerson for from an, like an attacking standpoint. I don't even know what their fixtures are. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, I think as proved by this week, Luton's no one has any faith in Luton keeping clean sheets. So it's all about the attacking points. So, Kev, question right. for you. Yeah. 
We obviously saw a penalty miss this weekend. And so some lucky points for the Areola owners. And that's kind of how these things work. But mm -hmm. which player has missed the most penalties in Fancy Premier League this season, man? Do you know? Which mm, missed the most? Well, I guess it's somebody that takes a lot. A goal with Mo. He missed a bunch earlier, didn't he? Final answer? Yeah. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Feeling okay. good, dude. I started the holiday well, man. Yeah, it's two a... in a row, man. That's two in a row. Oh, excellent. Isn't it? So, Mo has missed two, and there's okay. a bunch of play people that have missed one. I mean, you got to take them to miss them, right? So, I, I, take he takes a lot. But there weren't that many penalty misses, though. I'm just looking at it now, man. Yeah. There's actually not that many at all, because... <laughs> There's actually wow. So like Beto's missed one, obviously yesterday. Darwin missed one, which didn't really help his 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 sort of uh, argument to be the men because he apparently he got like seventeen out of seventeen before we missed that one for Liverpool because he did did that when Mo was in Af uh, was was in Afcon, and then Harlan. So he didn't one. miss though. He got saved, right? Obviously. Oh, saved. I mean, saved miss. I mean, I, same. <clears throat> yeah. Didn't score the pen, and then. Um, and then Enzo's missed one and Bruno Fernandes missed one. I remember that one because I had Bruno then. But that means there's not that many penalties missed. There's like, that's only seven penalty misses. Man, is... you really haven't had many pens. Remember that one season? Yeah, it yeah. was like, oh, they got all these pens. And then now it's like, I can't even remember them getting a pen. That's because they don't tack anymore. I think that's the problem. You kind of need, need, need to be in the box to get fouled, right? True. Um, right, let's do some questions. All right. Are you on the... There's a couple of help if you can look at the notes. Are you in the notes, man? Docs, yeah, I'm in. You in? So I'm actually going to start with a new question asker. We asked a question about his team, actually. A guy called Matthew Mahoney. I thought Do you know Matthew Mahoney? Guy. No, I thought it was going to be the Sandy guy. You've. Oh, you, oh, you thought I thought it was being sarcastic. All right, no, I wasn't. Being, no, that's a genuine. That's yeah, a genuine I heard of, I've, I've heard of Sandy before. I never heard of Matthew uh, Mahoney. Pretty close to McConaughey there with that last name. Yeah, he is really Probably close. Hates that I said that. Uh, well, you can you can give us some feedback on the on on Kev's comments there. So, um, so I think this will be quite common. For, is this is someone that's trying to avoid the? Um, this is. A, Hot he's trying. Be. He's trying to avoid using the free hit in twenty nine, right? So his team. Right. Uh, so he's got free hit, triple captain, and bench boost in bag, but he's used his wild card already. He's planning to go Harlan oh, to Solanke this week, Kev, and then triple captain, uh, and then triple okay. captain him, which I think is because he which, has Tony and Watkins. He has Tony and Watkins, yeah. And I think that makes sense, right? So he must be not wanting to free hit 29, like you said, if you have Tony. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got, so he already has Tony Watkins and then yeah. in midfield, Bowen, Louise, and Son. So that's five if we're, if we're counting. Uh, and then Al Torres, Sanisi, who's now injured. And then Powell isn't got. playing, isn't he? What happened with Powell? I didn't see it. I don't know he was on the fence of playing or not. Yeah. I didn't suspect he play half a game. Yeah, you've got to hope he's back, right? Powell's dodgy. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, Powell's dodgy. So he's kind of so how many so he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's got eight players, but Sanisi's injured and Powell's dodgy. Um no keeper. No, he's got Ariola. 
Oh yeah, he does play that week, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, my yeah, bad, my you, bad. Yeah, so you, you just stick with that. You got Ariola. <laughs> let's not be too fancy with your keepers at that stage. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I like the Harland to Solanke triple captain, right? <clears throat> Why not? Okay. Do you not like it? It's not that I don't like it. It's just there's just like so many variations. We don't know what's going to happen later. Uh, I mean, there could be another. There could be. Like there's all we know is there will for sure be a huge double game week 37. That's all we know. We know there, we know there could be a double game week 34. There's also a small. Ch I've, I've been listening to stuff and doing a ton of analysis, and I'm not going to go through what that could be, but I know there's a small chance 34 could just be a regular game week still. Like actually, like there's a chance there's no double. Like it's very unlikely. There's probably going to be at least, you know, like two to four double game like uh matches that are double game weeks for 34 right am i right there like it's going to be somewhere from none to four yep extra games that week and then there's also a pretty decent chance that there's a random double game week in, that that features chelsea in like 35 or 36 so you might want a triple captain in one of those fucking weeks, or you might want to like use the free hit on that random Chelsea double game well, week and uh, bring in six Chelsea and Brighton or Chelsea and Arsenal or whatever it ends I, up. Being. I think the thing is though, with a free hit and a with a free hit and a bench boost in hand, what you don't want to get to a point where you're going, oh, yeah, I've got you need to start using them captain. for sure. So I, I, I. I so looking at his team, my thought would be this. I think Haaland, yeah. Solanke, and triple captain, I wouldn't put you off that. I think nope. selling Haaland's, it's not as... All the people are doing it, so it's, it's going to hurt you less this week than it would do in many other weeks, right? If he, if he, does, if he does shoot off. Um, and then you've got lots of money, money in the bank, which means you can, yeah. in game week 29, he can go wang to Madison. So he's then got Madison, Son, Douglas, Louise, Bowen, Tony, Watkins. He's got six decent attackers for game week. 29 and i wish i wish i wish, wish i don't hate i would be tempted uh i would be tempted this week if sinisi is out injured yeah i think it's worth a minus four to go doughty from luton because okay. you get two games this week and you get one game in 29 because you know he's going to take hits to get more players in so I, that that's kind of where my head's at from just looking at, at this team the only thing is the only thing I don't like is just like Solanke doesn't play in 29 and like the strategy is this 29 team. But, but can you play Solanke? But can you do, but the, but can you play this week without Solanke? You know, everyone else is captaining him, right? So you don't even have him in your team. How else are you going to have him in this team? He's going to sell Tony or Watkins. It's just, if he's doing 29 then he i mean he really should be getting in the the the, the, the like morris even though we just talked about not doing that <laughs> but like do you know what i mean like solanke has an extra game but then he loses a game i think it's, it's suicide like, isn't it not having solanke this this week though i don't think it's suicide really? i mean dude he's a, just off an injury he might play five minutes get injured and you're laughing okay i mean like i'm not i don't know i guess I'm not saying don't do it. Um, I guess I'm just saying like you're bringing in this guy because he has a double game week, but then you immediately like aren't going to have 11 players the week after and he won't be playing. So it's like you're over the next two weeks getting two games. So yeah, one of them's a double and one of them's a none. 
but you, you're getting two games, <laughs> right, right? You can get three games right now. So if you, I know, I know Solanke is going to be a bandwagon and triple captain by some and like a big opportunity here. But the reality is over the next two weeks, you could bring in a guy that has either one game, two games or three games. If you bring in a Luton player. And I mean, he has like no Luton, I guess. If you do the if you do the Solanke thing, fine. And I, I know you just said for Sinisi, it might be worth taking a hit. Well, then you could also make the same argument for Wang and Ross Barkley. Like you should maybe take hits for multiple Luton players here. So the the so the Sinisi makes more sense to me because he's out injured, right? So I know Wang's also injured. Wang's yeah. injured. Yeah. But if you do that, yeah, you'll have All to. Right. Bench. Then is you can't then get Madison without Sullins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll 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 then you'll then be you'll then have Saka and Solanke as your two blankers in twenty nine, who then, yeah. I mean, Solanke then suddenly goes into incredible fixtures from thirty onwards, which mm -hmm. is another reason why I think you just get Solanke because he's the but guy. This guy's going to wild card soon. He's already the, wild carded. The... That was his point. He's already wild carded. Where does he say that? Sorry, I missed that. Wild card. I want to. A wild card for not Oh, sorry. That was I read because it because the, the there was no period. I read it as like a longer sentence and read it differently than that. All right. Yeah, yeah. He's used his wild card. So this is the thing. He's I thought he didn't card. want to plan his wild card yet. Is sort yeah. of how I read it. So I just misread it. Okay. So he's 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 basically fucking. He's like going full tilt to the end of the season now. Yeah. Which so is, it's like everyone you bring in, you're also thinking like, how many more double game weeks do they have later? And the thing is, right, this week, so Harlan to Solanke, he's then going to want to play Tony Watkins, Solanke. I know Tony's sure. got Arsenal away, but you've got to cover it, right? You can't have that guy and not have him in your team. You Son need to. The, yeah. I guess my only ne negative thing then is if he doesn't have wild card, is you're removing Holland for Solanke or whatever. I get that everyone's going to have him and stuff, but like. You because you don't have the wild card and everyone else does, you you really are going like, the non Holland strategy. You're gonna well, yeah, or just every transfer you make now is so precious. You should probably only be removing injured players with every transfer. Unfortunately, I didn't. So for I would not do Holland to Solanke, even though you might think it's suicide this one week. Just he's got Sinisi, he's got Wang, he's got Pau. There's three players right. There that he's gonna have to and like anyone you I wouldn't bring anyone out that you're gonna want to be bringing back in like are you going to remove Holland for Solanke then to me you're removing Holland for like the rest of the season because is this two of your like eight transfers you have left just for this and he doesn't even play in twenty nine this is too much for me two transfers because um, because I'm assuming you're bringing Holland back in later you'll lose money on him. Um, I just think you've already decided you're going to be playing a little bit different than everybody here. But because you don't have the wild card and you have these injured players, I'd be like, this week I'm just going to do Sydney C to Doughty. Unless I, like, or to, to Chris's point about taking the hit to do that Sydney C to Doughty thing, use hits, like, whenever you're not getting to 11 and 29 or where you have a chance to get like three double game week players in that also play in 29, like, like Luton, you almost take like two or three hits there just to clean your shit up. What, what, I guess what I disagree with on Solanke in my head, if I, 
if I think so, easy to doughty is like uh, you just do that anyway because you get in an extra two game, you get an extra game, and you got another game in twenty nine. It's going to pay for itself that transfer. Agreed. Yes. For me, Solanke, if you're going to captain a guy, particularly if you're going to triple captain him, I think it's always worth a hit for a guy you're going to captain. Yeah, but I agree, except in this scenario, there's there's going to be another chance for him to triple captain some other double game week or later that he doesn't have to take a hit for. Okay, cool. So I, or, or not have the player playing a week after, like in the Solanke example. But, so and, there you go. So there's not a definitive answer, Kevin. I've got a slight no. view on that, but uh, but hopefully unless you know, you're unless you're cool. telling me you're not bringing Holland back for the rest of the season, it's just this one transfer. Then yeah, maybe go ahead, whatever. Well, I mean, but I like you're it. gonna bring Holland back later, so it's two transfers. Solanke doesn't play in 29. You don't have a wild card. Everyone else does. You're gonna be immediately behind everybody, and by like game week 33, you're gonna be like eight moves behind these guys. Like you really need to be thinking about like, like like for example, Chelsea has like what at least two more double game weeks. Like you don't have Palmer, you know, like moves like that. You're gonna be. Like, I'm not saying to get Palmer right now. I'm just saying your head out needs to. Oh, you need to be thinking like, how many more double game weeks do I get for like the rest of the season with this transfer, right? And especially with the fact 29's coming up, and you, you, you know you could get to 11 by taking these hits for these Dowdies and Barclays or whoever. Like, I just think you really need to kind of like map out with a, some sort of transfer planner for the rest of the season. And then, hey, if it makes sense to go for Solanke, like you're asking, and then do it. But there's just yeah. so many moving parts here in this question, which is why we're on different wavelengths. Yeah, and just to be really clear, I really don't think you should go for Barkley just because you end up with the, the dilemma of having to sell Saka or you'll be selling Saka or... You would move him, like... Like in my scenario, like that player is going to become Palmer. Yeah, but I think two doubles at some point, and he's elite and he's cheap as hell. I think it blocks you getting Madison in twenty nine is the problem because you aren't going to sell. I I haven't. I I don't know why because I haven't looked into it. I I mean, I wild carded Madison in because I I like Madison a lot, but 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 I I don't know why. He's got Bowen, Louise, and Son, so they all play. He's not going to sell yeah, that. Yeah, but the thing is, after 29, don't Villa not have any double game week? So Douglas Louise is like an easy sell after 29. Oh, Unless agree they, with maybe, that. maybe they have like a good fixture right after something I'm not thinking about. But like at some point, Douglas Louise becomes Cole Palmer here. Or oh, no, somebody somebody yeah. has to become Cole Palmer at some point with all the doubles they have. So, But Kev, my, my point is, if you sell Wang to Barkley this week, Mm-hmm. You'll then you'll then look at your team in twenty nine and go. I've got Bowen, Louise, Son, and Barkley that all play. Oh, I really want Madison because like everyone in the world is going to have Madison. And right. oh, I need to sell Saka. I don't want to sell Saka. Sorry, I see now. Okay, in the short term, uh, uh, that, that's, that's the problem with Barkley in my head. That's why I wouldn't get. Which is why I stick with my what I first said, which was Harlan to Solanke, Sadisi okay. to Doughty, and then. If you really want to get another Bloom defender in for Pillman, then look at it. But I wonder if you might not get there because you might decide that you're going yeah. to sell. You 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 might start Saliba, Doughty, and Gabriel, and start yeah. seven. And so Anke has another double later, so maybe it yeah. does make sense. This is what I'm saying. I you need to go through the whole rest of the season. I I haven't done that here. Right. Right. But I'm maybe maybe he does that and he's like, yeah, okay. I went through the rest of the season and it, it still makes sense to go so long. Okay, then do it. Right. I'm like, gonna... I would do that first before making any transfers here. 
Oh yeah, and I think I go wait a few. Get uh, well. I mean, I'm not. Well, I'm going to say wait for the week for the games. I've been taking a lot of early transfers, so perhaps that's uh, <laughs> perhaps I'm not. But I'm not playing playing to my own advice. Right. So Law asks a couple of questions. I think are linked, and I think I. Well, <laughs> I think the first question hints at it, and the second question tells you definitely, definitely his thoughts on this. So the question is: Is it really worth taking point deductions to bring in Luton Bournemouth players this week? I only have Solanke at present and have one free transfer this week. So obviously, <laughs> is it really worth it? It's obviously a hint mm -hmm. that maybe he thinks it's not worth it. And then the second question is, how do you feel about binning off the Bournemouth-Luton double game week altogether and instead bringing in Bowen for the Burnley fixture? Yeah. That's similar to what I was saying earlier, where I don't... I think the, the Luton players, just this week only, not including 29, right? Uh, like there's some single game week players I like better. Yep. Like this is why the part. Okay, so it, I I'm bench boosting next week. Okay, I currently have Ross Barkley in my team, and there's there's only six players in my team that double game week. I got three Luton and three Bournemouth. So you would think, well, it's not really a good bench boost because none of those guys would be on your bench because. You're going to have single game week players on your bench. I actually have Ross Barkley on my bench because every single other attacker I have, I think, is a better pick than Ross Barkley that week. <laughs> I'm not trying to pad it. I'm not, I'm not like putting Mo and Holland and shit on my bench to say, look at my bench boost. I, I'm like, you know, I'm tr I try to do that as real as possible. Like if I wasn't bench boosting, I would have Ross Barkley on my bench this week. Like I, I would play Bowen or Kudus or uh, Burnley at home. I think they're going to outscore Ross Barkley this week. I, I really do, or at least I think the chance they do is higher. Is Ross Barkley doesn't get that many attacking returns? Like, yeah, he's got two weeks. He's got four points. Maybe he gets an attacking return over those two weeks. I'm, I like hope he does. I hope that you hope he proves me wrong. But like, if you look through his stats and everything, like he has the odd game where he's had a good game. But like, so is a lot of crappy players that happen to score, like random players score. So, but Kudus and Bowen are like constantly on the score sheet, dude, and they're playing a terrible team and they're at home. And Paquetta's back. So like, and then the same goes for my Spurs. I got Son and I got Madison. I think that they could it just like unless they're playing at Anfield or at the Etihad. And and, and 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 quite frankly, in those cases, I still think they might have a better chance at outscoring Ross Barkley in this double game week. Like, you know what I mean? And then my uh, my fifth midfielder, Saka. Like, would you bench Saka for Ross Barkley double game week? I, I wouldn't. Saka's getting double returns every week. Yeah, dude, and he's home to Brentford. So yeah. I have Ross Barkley on. So to answer last question, I, I yeah, maybe. Now, Bournemouth's different, but the only attacker I like from Bournemouth is Solanke. So, Solanke, no, yeah, I'm going Solanke, not Bowen. But, like, Tavernier and uh, fucking dude that randomly scored today, 4.6 guy, I keep forgetting his name. Semenya. No, the, the midfielder, he's got the first goal. He gets the Cloyvert. Like, I, I uh, like, no, Bowen, get Bowen. Don't get them. But for, yeah, you know, yeah. for, for, uh, this is why I think the Morris thing's weird. But again, that's, that's including 29. 
But I, I just, yeah, no, I like the, I like Bowen, man. Like my bench on this bench boost is a double game week keeper, which I think is needed. So to, to, to click the button, which is uh, Kaminsky and then Barkley and then Saliba, home Brentford, who you could argue <laughs> is better than like Dowdy double game weeking or, or Zamboni or whatever his name is, double game weeking. But I felt like it felt cheating to have all these double game weekers on my bench. But like, yeah, but, but also, frankly, like I, I could argue Saliba should be starting and that the Bournemouth defender should be on my bench. And then my last one is Emerson clearly is worse. I'd rather have Ross Barkley and everything playing than, than uh, Emerson. But he still has a decent fixture. Yeah, I think it makes sense to put Saliba on the bench, though, because I have Gabriel. You put all your eggs in the Arsenal exactly. clean sheet basket, even though they've got the best clean sheet odds again this with this week. That's why I did it because I, I was almost like, truly trying to be like, well, let's say I turn the button off right now. Who would I actually play? I would say Bournemouth defenders definitely, definitely between them have got a better clean sheet odds than yeah. Saliba and Gabriel. So that makes sense. I think yeah. it's down for me. It's doubt or Saliba, but it doesn't really matter because you're playing the bench boost. You don't really care. Yeah. It's just as you exactly. say, just trying to, as you say, trying well, to be. I do care I mean, because if I didn't like, to me, the bench boost is just the bench. But like, what is the actual bench? Yeah, Good, yeah. like um, you know, people yeah. people lie to themselves. I I kind of compared it to to golfing. I'm watching people play golf right now. Like, you can golf and be like, "Hey, Kev, what'd you get on that hole? Oh, uh, I got a five. And then the guy in your cart's like, "Fuck, dude, we all know you got an eight there. Like, why are you lying?" Like, it, like if we're playing for money, that's one thing. You're a horrible person. But if you're just playing for fun or whatever, like. Why are you lying? No one cares what you shot. No one cares if you shot a, a 96 or a 91 at the end of the day. The only person <laughs> that you're lying to is yourself for some weird reason. Like you're never going to improve your golf game if you keep taking mulligans and not counting your strokes in the woods and three off the tee and stuff, right? Like you need to do that. So to me, that's the same as 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 putting like Putting like say like Madison had a double game week or something and, and it's bench boost time. Like in game week 37, people are gonna have like Madison on their bench boost, and it's like, give me a break, dude. There's no way in hell he would ever be on your bench. You're just lying well, to yourself. What, what I would say is I don't think people do that that much anymore. I think they do, man. They do you do. reckon? Oh, okay. Yeah. Look at my bench boost. Like, cool, dude. Why is Mo on there? <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. Whatever, man. Play your own game. I just don't like I guess it's the people that like brag about it, and then it's like, dude. It's you're like a you're like a golfer that takes mulligans. Do whatever you want. I don't care, but don't tell me about it. Do you know what I mean? Don't brag that you shot in the eighties when we all know you shot like ninety-seven. Yeah. I, well, when we when we get to the bench, you have to point me out people doing this because I've never seen it before. Sure. So, um, I, I I mean I think the summary is, and we've kind of touched on this quite. A, we've kind of gone around this a little bit, but. <laughs> I think the Luton players could be worth a hit this week if you're going to avoid the free hit in 29. Correct. Other than that, I'm not convinced by the Luton players at all. And it's one of those things, it could become a trap because you get them in and they're not very good and then they're not very good in in 29. Or they have an okay fixture against Forest, I guess. And then yeah. the Bournemouth players, I much prefer the fixtures. You know, the fact that people, and whether, whether or not you think, think it's a good idea or not, the fact that people are thinking of sending Haaland for a double game week player makes you think that there is you know people have a lot of faith in these double game 
game week players. I think I can see the loot and attraction if you're trying to be taking the hits and you get an extra player in 29, you think to yourself, it's just going to pay for itself. It, and maybe it will. I, I don't mind the Bournemouth players. Solanke is the one you absolutely have to have. Um, I mean, if if I I quite like Solanke, I like Neto. I think he's really good, and I like a Bournemouth yeah. defender. Um, but anyway, I, I but I definitely I definitely wouldn't go. I definitely wouldn't uh, say no to getting for Bowen. And I guess Bowen is you know Bowen's playing in twenty nine as well, right? So getting Bowen now is not a terrible move. No, to, Bowen's great. I, I prefer yeah. Kudus though. Yeah, I just like him more. Get, get um, them both. Pre 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 Paqueta injury, I was like, I want Kudus, like a lot. And then also when I was just doing my wild card, I'm like, oh, you know, I had Bowen the whole time, and because uh, I had all this money, this because Mo's injured basically, right? Like I had Mo in my initial wild card, and then it was sort of like as the week went on, and then the I'm like, we got to wait for the pressers. And it's like, yeah, he's still not ready. I'm like, all right, no Mo. Um. And then I'm like, all right, so I've got it set up where I'm going to have the six double game week guys, and then my entire team is going to play in 29, except like I would need one, or, I need two transfers to have 11 playing, right? And I'm rolling this week so that I can do that if I want. And I, and I, and the reason why that made sense is because I was like, all right, I'll sell Saliba down to like a, a Regulion. And uh, then I can, then I can move Solanke up to Tony. Done. But then I was like, well, if I have Kudus instead of Bowen, I don't even need to do the Saliba cell. And then I was kind of like looking at Arsenal after 29. I'm like, I don't mind having Arsenal double D. Like, I mean, they're not perfect every week, but the way you guys are playing and some of the fixtures, it would be very nice that week to have the double Arsenal D. All from the Man City game in 30, right? Yeah, like sure, there's one or two bad fixtures for everyone. But yeah. I know they're gonna have a double game week later too, and like I got the two nail guys. I have a ton of built up value in both of these guys now. So I was just like, I don't necessarily need to. And then when Ben Mee was out for the season, I'm like, do I even want a Brentford D like Reggie? So. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I've forgotten about that because I'm, well, I'm yeah, because I'm well, I'm definitely looking at Brentford D and game game week twenty nine free hit. But that's the that's next week's conversation. So Kev. Yeah, it is. Um, except. Well, is it? Because the people that aren't free hitting, they might want to know what that free hit would look like so that the players they get in now, maybe it helps them then, right? Uh, I mean, you can bring in Brentford away at Arsenal if you want, but I wouldn't bother for this week. No. I. This is why Tony's not on my wild card. Yeah. But I do want him next week. Yeah, of course. Agreed. But then yeah, they don't have a double game week the rest of the year, right? and I'm in like Buddy uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> we're we're in, like I'm in his boat, dude. I, like I'm gonna, I have to debate that. Do I bring in Tony just for 29? He doesn't have a double game week the rest of the year. So like, I'm well, gonna, he's he's one up on you. He's, he's already got Tony. He's already one up on you, man. There. No, so I, I know. I'm just saying, like the decision. <laughs> I need to plan it out for the rest of the year. I need I need yeah. to be break, like realistically. I should bring in Chelsea players after 29 because they've got the most doubles. That's it's just Chelsea are really really good at football. That's why. That's the problem. <laughs> they all outside of Palmer, you don't want anyone, right? So it's just a lot of moving parts here. But yeah, yeah and the I, thing is, uh, we talked about before in the. I know you're bench boosting this week, and we, I mean, uh, we chatted before. I was, you know, I was strong, strongly thinking, thinking of doing it myself, but I felt as if I had enough double yeah. game week players. I had more problems to too. Uh, so the reason yeah. I, do you want me to just explain this? Like the reason I wildcarded, like 
I'm on like on my own island here. I I haven't seen anyone else that wildcarded this week that is double sorry that is bench boosting next week and not free hitting in 29. I've seen a few other wildcards like Ian on the Slack. I'm pretty sure he wildcarded. I haven't he's seen played, his team I or anything. I don't free think that's what I was gonna say. I think he's free hitting 29. So like we're all so you different like there's obviously the bulk of people that are like 37 has the most doubles so i'm gonna wild card in 35 dead in my team here but there's still a lot of unknowns man like on like like arsenal and europe and fa cup stuff and other european stuff and like if wolves get knocked out or not or if 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 uh brighton gets knocked out or not like there's a lot of like like the doubles would go here if Brighton go this far, or if they don't know, they would go here. Like, you know what I mean? And then the, the TV networks have the rights to these two matches. So it can't go here. Like there's so much of that left, dude, that like, yes, we know 37 will be big, but we don't even know who those teams would be. Yet, right? Like, I think when we get once 29 is done, right. We then have, cause I, I cause we're looking at it beforehand. Cause actually yeah. we're struggling to pot in two weeks time, but actually Kev planned his, vacation well because there's then like the international break so i think kev yeah. when we before before we get to game week 30 deadline i think a lot of the games will fall in right 31 so apparently when i was listening to someone else explain it they were saying there's a good chance we don't know this stuff until even though we should by 30 there's a chance it doesn't actually get meant well, uh, cool. stated I mean, until 31. i mean and i'm not planning to wildcard in 30 so that's kind of i'm kind of cool with it either way but i think is right. we will know this with a number of games to go yeah but I, but i'm with I mean, I don't like the fact that I think I'm going to end up bench boosting much later than I planned to, Kev. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like really that. I don't like, like that it. Either. And I'm like, oh, I really want to do it now. And maybe the I reason I bench boosted now was partly because of that. Uh, partly because I felt that most people were are in this particular bench boost week. Sorry, in this particular double game week now, 28. My take was that everyone's going to have Solanke. And some people are going to have Neto or Kaminsky, but not many. And some people are probably going to like bring in Morris, like sell Holland or something. The odd person is going to have a Doughty or a Sinisi. Yeah. And the odd person is going to have like a Ross Barkley or something, right? Like the people like, aren't that many three. The, the, exactly and and sinisi being like one of those three or four who's now out so like i i really think that there's going to be a lot of like one to three double game week players in people's teams so right away i was like i'm gonna have three i'm gonna have like three or four more double game week players than everyone else right away that's four extra games played three extra games played call it than everyone else by doing this bench boost now or this wild card now i'm gonna have an entire team playing in 29 and everyone that i'm listening to and i'm surprised it hasn't been asked yet i'm sure it will be asked but like how many players is is good enough for 29 and most people are like seven eight nine so like if i'm at 11 how many more games is that is that four more five more so i'm at like two three or four more just from this week then another like four five or six more in 29 it feels like i mean maybe it won't be that many but like six. I, people people are people are not going to be playing 29 with five players right sorry <laughs> uh what would it be then like i'm talking more like total though 
I would think, oh, across the whole thing, you may be like, yeah, yeah. oh, I yeah, mean, so like, yeah, five or six. I'm gonna, I'll, what, what do you think I'll have? Like over 28, 29, like versus the average engaged person? Like how many more extra games do you think I'm getting here? Six. Six, I'd say. I would say six. I'd say six, but like also like up to eight. I think some people are, I think some people that have like eight players playing are not going to free I, hit. I think, I think the average would be six because. Because I think you're right. You might yeah. it might be money's eight or nine off some six to six seven maybe eight somewhere in there like extra games I'm gonna have on people when, and then well, when it gets to now now then we get the bench Kev, boost if, then if, it if starts gonna, coming off right. But Kev, you want to play that math through? Yeah, there'll be someone with Solanke and someone playing eight players, right? So that mm -hmm. in that situation, you're five players up in. 28 and one and three players up in 29 that's eight players right okay. and then you'll have someone that's got maybe three players and then maybe gets to and then we'll play or we'll maybe get to 10 and for that we get the, your four your four players yeah, so up. let's call the average six, six. It's six. so the so mind, obviously six some, people, some people are gonna free hit as well right and they'll definitely be up on you on that yeah but that then sense. what if what if there's a double game week in 35 or six with chelsea and spurs and i free hit that i'll get like oh, yeah. six yeah. or four players on them there like oh, yeah. you know what i mean like it's all gonna like whatever if they use the free hit in 29 i think that that is like a huge advantage i'm gonna have on them later as well so like i i just sort of like this is where my mind was now now keep in mind i had a lot of problems in my team i do i was up, i was gonna be at like this week on a minus eight pretty much so like i i'm now eight point i was like uh i can use that minus eight lit like in my mind, I'm like, well, instead of taking a minus eight now, in my mind later on, I know that I have kind of like up to a minus eight to use because I was gonna for sure do that this week. And anything I don't use on a minus eight to the rest of the season now, I'm ahead like eight points as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like you gotta add all that weird stuff up. Like I would add Trippier who looks like he's off injured. I would another hit. You know, like it, it was like my team was just, I need like I need to get off the Man City guys now. I've done all that. I, I'm, not, like, I'm a few moves ahead. I've got Son on my team already. Like, I've got Madison in my team already, right? Like, so it's like, it's like how, you know, I was like, uh, I was also like just in like a rut. Like, I made that decision a few weeks ago with the Alvarez thing, didn't get fought, and it's like haunting me six weeks later, just punishing me week after week, right? So, like, Foden scored massively on me today, and it didn't feel as bad because I'm like, I'm already on the next thing now, whatever, you know, like, yeah, Foden didn't hurt me, but like Madison got an assist, Son got a goal, Kudos got an assist. This was a tough week though because was a tough like week. all the goalkeepers seem to return. Because <laughs> I mean, I got Ariola with thirteen, thinking well, that's going to be, and obviously I'm really happy with that, right? Totally. But like everyone, but all the other keepers got seven and eight anyway. So like, oh right, so there's only like one clean sheet. And I, and you, and I wouldn't have played Ariola, like you said. I would have played Dubravka, so I would have got. You know, wouldn't have Separate. been as yeah, but but like, but let me just finish. Yeah. Let me just finish the double game week thing, or the the wild wild card thing. Come 34 37, when everyone else is going to be on their big bench boost in 37. Okay, I had Kaminsky doubling, Barkley doubling, and then two single game week players on my bench. And I did that, I think, fairly. That's why it's important that you do in my mind that I did this right because I think in 37, there's going to be bench boost with four double game week players and i and i understand that so they're gonna have you know eight games played on their bench and i'm only gonna have six but i'm ahead six games now on it seems like pretty much everybody 
So those two extra games they're getting on their bench boost than me in 37, take that off the extra six I'm ahead of those guys. So, yeah, I think I'm still ahead four games on people by doing it this way. I think I'm going to have very little problem getting to 11 double game week players in, in 37. That's probably going to be really easy to do, seeing as it seems like everybody's doubling that week. But in 34, maybe that's a little more difficult, but it doesn't sound like there's going to be that many teams even double game weeking that week. I still have my free hit in my pocket if it is a problem. And I, I really don't think it will be a problem. So I won't even need to use the free hit that week. And then if there's, it, it turns out there is a random double game week, 35, 36, with like, say, what if it's like Chelsea and Brighton, which could happen? Game week 36, I'll be like, boom, free hit, three Brighton, three Chelsea. All I want from those two teams is Palmer. I don't want anyone else. If I could free, that's like five more players. So anyway. What I would say, and from what I've heard from 34, the teams they said were going to double, I can't remember, it's like Everton. Man United. Man United. And yeah. the, I looked at the teams that double they have, and they've yeah. all got rubbish games. And I was I looking agree. at Everton. Like Everton like 34 is not appealing at all. The 34 does not look like the, a good the single football. game week players, you would argue, in all of those. Because I looked at it and it was like, I'd rather have Saka than these well, double game weeks. Well, I'd rather well, have. Say, yeah. Is it Spurs Man City that week? So that, that that might attract a few people. So sure. it might it might end up quite a good week to free hit. But let I think it's a case of let's see where the doubles land because we could sit. We'll know by 31. I'll by 31, like my the rest of my season will be planned out. And I probably I'll just check out. I'll I'll be like, you know, 2K pod, when do you want to record? Like today, like didn't watch anything, don't even care anymore. We got the best pod. Chris asked me questions. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got my next six weeks. What kind of questions, Kev? Well, I guess here's the thing. Since our last pod, I I had my like aha moment. I know what my strategy is, and it's almost refreshing that I'm now like, you know, about to use my bench boost this week. I've used the wild card, and the only kind of decision I have to make now is when do I free hit and what transfers am I making for the rest of the year, which is yeah. kind of nice. I didn't want to bench boost in 35, man. That wasn't an option for me. Or right. not bench boost, wild card in 35 to bench boost 37 is what I meant to say. Like I, I didn't I don't like wild carding with like three weeks left. Neither do I, but I think I might end up doing it. But that's I know. That, that, this is that, the path that, that would have I would have as well if I didn't just wild card. That's why I did it. Because I'm like, I think that's my only real other option, man. Right. So how my team was because my team was in shambles, right? So I didn't have the the Kev. like wild card thirty three. What? Should we, should we carry on some questions? Yeah, man. I just yeah. think it's it's like I got to explain this once, like what why I did my strategy. I knew it took some time, but I feel like I need to do it once. Like you're gonna end up getting to that moment, and I'm gonna people are gonna want to know why you're doing it that way because everybody's just in such a different path right now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I think, yeah, we will. Well, we we'll find out at the end if what strategy was best. But I suspect it'll be a. I, I think there'll be a lot of mixed strategies on the wild on the wild card post as well, which I think is interesting. It makes it more fun of the game, right? Um, but yeah, I'd like I mean, to know from like like look at everyone's rank in game week twenty seven because people will be like, oh, I my strategy was better. Look how high I finished. I'm like, well, you were already fucking destroying me. Before we did this, you were like, I'm, I was like 
600K, your top 100K. So yeah, I, from from that point, how did you do though? Yeah, I, I think, I think now, the, toughest, the toughest thing of this week has was, um, should I say before, that all the players seem to return. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm on the smallest of small greens and I've like, and my team has done like I've had I've got like Ariola on thirteen. I've got Rod Rodri on ten that no one owns. Mm-hmm. I've got obviously Evan has Watkins. I've got Son that I brought in. I've got Harlan captained. Yeah, and I look at it and, and I did take a minus four. And you go in, but that's because like everyone else got everyone every player that exists got a return. And the I thing know. that killed me was really Trippier got injured. And that's just how it goes, right? That's just I mean obviously I had to look with Ariola, but as I said to you before, well we don't own Foden. That's what's killed us. Oh yeah. Not having Foden, but then well, but I completely looked out with that last with that ninety-one minute goal because I got a Harland goal for the captaincy. I know we a lot of people captain him; he's still worth some points to me. Mm-hmm. And then Rodrigo got five points because he got the assist, and I presume that put him up to the second bonus, the two bonus points. Right. That, that goal was actually that was that you. was a lot of jam. I had a lot of jam that Rodri got two assists today, right? Because that offset a bit of the Foden because no one else owns Rodri, right? Apart from me, I think. But yeah, it's it's just it's. It's just been. It just seems such a tough time at the moment that you think, "Oh, I've had some really good returns yeah. here." Yeah. You're still not. I, I had an even more muted good week than you. I'm. I had like a shit week, but like I'm actually happy. Like Madison got an assist. Kudas got an assist. Don got a goal. I got the the Neto got me a clean sheet and a bonus. I mean, I'm looking at, at like everyone. I kind of brought it on my wild card return, and I'm like. It's like, how about this? 13 points for Foden. Eat a dick, buddy. <laughs> we, you suck. Doesn't matter what you fucking do. <laughs> you are getting a red arrow. It's like, whatever, man. I, I, so I was saying to you earlier, you were like, I hate Foden or whatever. And I was like, I don't even care anymore, man. What? Like, I'm not going to just chase the EO teams at this point. I'm going to do my own thing. I hope it works I'm, out. I'm, I'm but like, you get right. some joy, and then immediately it's like, oh, that one popular player, though, that you don't own? Yeah, he got 13 points. I think it was 15, like, but anyway, that, let's... Let, wait, let's okay, 15, up. whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess the bonus weren't even on. Yeah, he got 15 points. You're like, cool. This is fun. I think... Uh, yeah, and I, I'm guessing you got... More, so although you're not had an amazing week... You got more points than had you not wild carded, right? And that's exactly. the main thing. Exactly, right? Like I, I uh, and now I feel like I'm slightly it. ahead, at least in the short term here. And like yeah. I just explained, yeah, I could explain that again if you want, or for another twenty minutes. But like, like I explained, I think over the long term, I'm like four games ahead of what most people are going to do in their strategy, like games played. Yeah, but we'll I see. Mean, I mean, yeah. they're also shitty players. Like, let's make that clear. I got like a Bournemouth defender. I don't even know his name. And I got. I'm, I'm still not convinced bench boosts are generally better than that. So it is what it is. I, I think a lot of the bench boosts is down to what the keeper does, in my mm-hmm. experience. If your keeper gets a clean sheet or a pen save or something or some bonus points, you're kind of laughing. That kind of makes it. So anyway, I want to jump to Sandy's right. questions because otherwise okay. we're, we're, we're not going to finish this pod. Um, number one. For those of us with Trippier and Sinise, is it worth bringing in a Luton defender? <laughs> They're all going to be like this. Um, I mean, if Sinise is a hamstring and he's... The thing is, we're, in my head, I'm probably going to keep Trippier. And the reason for that, Kev, is if he's mm-hmm. not that badly injured, I'm happy not to play him this week. So I'm my plan this week is to sell a stupid eye. I, I, I hate that guy. <laughs> he's been awful. <laughs> 
<laughs> since I brought him in, as yeah. he's had zeros and ones, um, and it's just like he's just like destroyed me. Um, but am I yeah. my plan is to go to Stupid and to a Bournemouth defender. I'll work out. I'll do some research to work out which of these many players I've never heard of I want in, and but then I've got Trippy and Power who are both injured. Uh, now Power might be back. Trippy might might not be too injured. But the thing is, I don't need them again until thirty. But in thirty. They both have good fixtures because yeah. I think one's it's a ways got, away. Has one got Luton at what? Let's have a look. So I'm like, well, what what date is that? That is the 30th of March. Is the when that game week happened? So far from now, it's, exactly. So it's plenty of time for them to recover. So Newcastle got West Ham at home. Okay, West Ham are a better team now. West Ham from when we yeah. beat six nil or whatever is not as good. But anyway, it's still trippier at home. I don't mind that. And then I got Spurs home to Luton. And it's a week when Arsenal are away at Man City. So I'm like, yeah. don't really want to play both my Arsenal defenders or maybe even either of them. So actually, that's the reason why I'm... So, and that sounds like a very long-winded answer, but if Trippi is really badly injured, mm-hmm. and unless you're wildcarding, I would be tempted to keep Trippi just so you've got a better player when you get to 30. Uh, and the same, the, my same yeah. logic applies to Poro. Um, is it worth bringing a Luton defender? Um, I mean, I'd sell Sinisi. If Sinisi's properly injured, then I would sell him. But I'd get a Bournemouth defender ahead of that. Unless, of course, you're going for avoiding free hit 29, which I suspect exactly. Sandy is otherwise would ask Depends the question. on the chip. Yeah. Are you and free then, hitting 29? Yes. Bournemouth? No. Yes. Luton then. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like a decision tree thing, right? So question two. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting one. Okay. Would you take a minus four to do Foden to Cliver or Tavernier? Do it, guys, because I'm sick of you all holding Foden. <laughs> Get rid think, of them. I think it's an interesting question because at the know. moment, I almost think Foden's better than Haaland. And maybe that's just maybe I that's just because I'm sat I here. Don't. You don't. Okay. No, I think like I know he's been on fire. That hat trick game has padded his stats in a pretty big way. And obviously I mean it happened. I'm not gonna say it didn't happen, so take it away. Like keep it in there. But like he's had some blanks too, man. He just seems to be absolute fire at the moment, though. Yeah, I know. It's it's like these are the moments. This is like I don't know if you if you invest or whatever, but there's moments where you just gotta be like, oh, these are the times. Like you know when there's a recession and it's like the market's just getting crushed, like 2008, right? Financial crisis and everybody wants to like sell all their investments and get out of the market. And it's like this, you gotta just hold your nerve. Like this is what I feel like with not only. I mean, now is not. The, now is probably like if you were a rational economic person that didn't have any behavioral biases at all, you would look and be like, now is the time to sell my Man City players, form or not. They they don't play a game and they have brutal fixtures for like the next month. So you can buy them back if you must later. I got and, you. Would, and guess what? Yeah. Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> In a month, Man City. Here's what I know about that team over the last five years. The player that's like Foden right now changes. That's what I'll say. All of a sudden, that player might be Bilva or KDB or Alvarez or, right? I, I just, I do think, I mean, we've, ha- I've seen Foden be this white hot before as well. I mean, it's part of the reason why I don't own him. I also owned Foden earlier in the year and he wasn't this white hot, even though he looked this good playing. So, my, I guess what I'm saying is, I do think. You can sell Foden, like realistically, but I don't like Cloyvert at all. (laughs) 
It's like I wouldn't sell Holland for Morris. So, you know, maybe if the player you were selling to pool was a little better, I'd say do it. It's just I don't love these guys, man. Yeah, no, yeah, I get that. I think what so I was going to pick you up on. Yeah, Man City got rubbish fixtures. Sell the players. Yet you try to convince uh, Matthew not to sell Haaland to uh, Solanke earlier. Exactly, because it's not well. Solanke is a little different, I w and and we walked through that, and you know, perhaps I changed your mind. I didn't realize he had used his wild card when I said that. If you remember, so things had changed a little bit after that, right? I just not to go back to that, but yeah, I just think. I don't know, man. I don't have Foden. It sucks. Obviously, I'm not going to buy him now. So, I, it's just, it's just yeah. Different. I think there's a question mark for me is do I want... I am thinking this Foden, if Foden keeps this up, because, I mean, Pep's been talking up, and maybe does, you know, perhaps you can't read everything into it, but perhaps Foden's the guy to have later on. I don't know. I feel like... Who do you think the player of the season is so far? I don't think it's Foden, just because Pep said that. And I would say he's the player of the last month. I wouldn't say he's the player of the season, though. I mean, he was fucking pretty quiet for the first half. The full season we're talking about here. Not I would just have thought Watkins. Yeah, I would say, I would say, I would say Declan Rice. I mean, to me, it also has to be about like winning the championship or at least being in that mix. Yeah, I should have said Declan Rice is not. I mean, I mean, to, what I was about Declan Rice is he scored some important winners for yeah. us. He, he won the Man U game for us. He's also amazing defensively, which doesn't get talked and about. Now, and now he's got like, now it turns out he's the world. And he won, he won, the, he got the winner against, he got a last minute winner against Luton. Yeah. I know, I know, I mean, we won 4 3. We absolutely battered them. We just mm -hmm. let two of the worst goals in of all time. He's great on the midfield, man. He's really underrated. And I his corner is incredible. The problem that Foden and Rice has is that they play on a team that has so many good players. I, I, I would say the players you've got to consider as the players of the season will be Saka, Salah, Foden, mm. I agree with Rice, and Watkins, and maybe even Solanke, because he's doing well in the... No, you, know, in the you can't sport. be... Like, Solanke to me is like just based on goals. His team sucks, and... He doesn't even have the most goals. <laughs> what in his team? He can't be a goal. No, in the league. Yeah, but I he's playing for four teams. That scores goals that is like fifth in goals or whatever he is. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Watkins maybe, but I don't even know. I think almost like Douglas Louise is more important. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to answer that one. That, that's more of like a team success. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it's ask us in 10 weeks' time when we kind of see how it plays through, right? I think if it's it, Declan, right? I think if there was a vote right now for PF, the, the player of the year, I think it would be Rice. And yeah. probably just because, like, Holland and De Bruyne were injured. Like, it's the, like if if I if we had a full season of Holland and De Bruyne, I think it would probably be one of them every year. They're fully healthy all year. They're just so much better than everyone else. Like, actually. Like, so... so so I think, Sam, the answer to your question is I don't think we would say take a mi minus four through Foden to Cliver or Tavernier. <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's just so I I quite like Foden. I I quite yeah. like the Man City away at Liverpool because I don't think Liverpool, although actually I was looking at this, they've not they've not let in as many goals as I think. But in my head, Liverpool they haven't got they haven't got uh, Allison in goal, so they're not as I know Keller played well at the weekend, but I still don't you know. That's different. That's you know, Forest. It's not. It's not Man City. Right. So in my head, 
Liverpool's defence isn't the reason why they're doing well, it's their attack. Liverpool won't sit back and defend, they're going to attack. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that creates lots of chances for Man City to score goals. Foden's on fire, so I think he could w- do well. And I don't really like the midfielders that are doublers. The doublers we've talked about mostly have been Solanke, We've been debating over Morris and Semenya, and we've been talking mostly about the goalkeepers and defenders. We're not really, apart from Barkley, yeah. who Kev hates anyway, or there is in his team. Well, there's not really anyone there we're interested. In. I, yeah. I think I would, I, I think Barkley would be top of my list of midfielders, particularly if you're going to try and place only 29. At he's least actually Barkley. been really attacking, and, and, and he's, like, got, he's got returns. He's the best midfielder. It, yeah. there. And even in, the, I think it was the FA Cup, if he had like two assists in that game too, like. If you click, I click on, I don't just click on FPL. I usually go to like the box scores in my like real life sports app. And I look and like, how many shots are they getting? Like how many shots on target? How many shots in general? How many crosses? How many corners? Stuff like that. Ross Barkley's getting like tons of everything, man. Yeah. Like lots of shots every game. He's playing like 90, 89 minutes, like every game. And he's like all up in it. Like in any game, I'm I, you know today Morris and Chong, or maybe it was did they play today or yesterday? I can't remember. Blur of a weekend, but but the uh, like yeah, it was Morris and Chong that scored? You know, but like yeah. could have been Barkley. Like he's in he's in and around it every game, man. And for me, it just made more sense to it sucked selling Palmer for this wild card. I that was like my last. Oh, what should I keep Palmer and just have one less player playing in 29? Or should I do Barkley? Like, I'm getting two more games. Like, people are doing that with Holland to Morris. To me, I prefer keeping Holland and selling Palmer and getting Barkley. So that's why I did that. But maybe that was the wrong move. Maybe I should have done Holland to Morris. I just, I don't like the thought of not owning Holland. I also really like Holland. So. Yeah, and and I think a lot of it to get Mo in, and you're right. Maybe Mo isn't fit in even a month's time. Let's see. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not a great sign. He came back and they got injured straight away. Those 31 year olds that have muscular injuries, man. It's not like they're. It's not like he's 24 recovering. Yeah, and and the other point is that Liverpool have been winning without him, so it feels yeah, like exactly. less, less. Which is maybe a good thing in terms of maybe they'll make sure they don't rush him back too much. Right. Um. So just finishing off with Sandy's questions, if you haven't wildcarded already, when would be good to do so? I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I, I think for me, in my head, I was going to wildcard. My plan was to wildcard in 33 because, as I've said a couple of times, my plan is to go is to get Moen in 30, go without Haaland for three weeks, attack those weeks with the Liverpool attackers, and then wildcard in 33. However, now that I've kind of seen what might go into 34, I may, might end up doing what I never wanted to do, which is like wildcard in 35 or 36 to play the uh, bench boost in 37. And one of the reasons why I don't like bench boost in 37 mm-hmm. is uh, it means I don't get an extra chance into 38. And I'm kind of setting up my 38 team. In, I'm, I like doing my punts for 38 in yeah. my transfers in 36. I just, and it's not helpful. It's almost, because, yeah, it's just for, a for you, it's almost like the fun of that outweighs the OR. Like planning for ultimate efficient OR, you're like, yeah, but I like my punt in 38 though. That's like why I play the game. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, at some point, it's like, you know, your input of like, what am I going to get in terms of enjoyment though? 
is yeah. more important to me than like like am i going to come like 68k or 71k like i'd overall in this last final game week i'd rather fucking just like that i remember doing that one year and i had a bombing and he's went bananas i'm like dude this is like one of the best feelings ever just skyrocketed on the last day like i i, I, I uh I, I think to answer Sandy's question, though, I think there's a couple different times you could wildcard now. So, I think that I think the the like general consensus of con contributors and fucking engaged people are gonna like set up for this bench boost in 37 and and uh, wildcard in 35. Have the one extra transfer. I think that's fine. Whatever. I just don't like wildcarding that late. I think you could wildcard in 31 once you kind of once we can all now the, the um, important information comes out that will allow us to determine, okay, this is going to be the week. That's this double game week. These are going to be the fixtures of 34 and 37. These are going to be the double game week fixtures. There's going to be a double game week in 36. It's going to be Chelsea versus blah, 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 blah. Like, you know what I mean? Once you get like all the official information, then you could probably walk hard in 31 and kind of prepare for it all. Uh, I think that there's still like, a, a, an obscure crazy whatever what i just did scenario which is like like just way different than everyone else i think you could actually bench or, uh sorry wild card this week and what what you wouldn't get is what i just did with bench boost this week but you could have you know three luton three bournemouth uh the rest of your teams playing in 29 or you know the rest of your team minus one and you sell a, one of those bournemouth players over to like like a madison in 29 or something you know what i mean and then you go from there and get and and you you don't have to free hit in 29 now so you still have your free hit you can build to 34 or whatever you can free hit in 37. i think free hit in 37 is actually really interesting because they'll be dead they'll be like beached teams there'll be players on like nine yellow cards or whatever i guess that doesn't really matter and it'll be 15 yellow cards by then right it, but but anyway th there'll be just like scenarios where it's like oh well they'll they'll these guys aren't fighting for anything anymore so there's probably gonna be a lot of rotation in those games and stuff well free hit i'll bring in these i'll just load it full of teams that we know we're gonna be playing for something both games right so um anyway I'm not saying to do that. I'm just saying play with those three scenarios, 35, 31, and this week. Yeah. Because you might get a few extra – you might go through it all and be like, you know what, if I do it this week, I'm going to end up with like four extra games played. I I guess what's – so I have looked at a, a wild card in 29. It's a similar thinking to yours there, Kev. Yeah, okay. Um, Why would and you I guess maybe that's – To get all the – Sorry? To get extra games for, out of Luton and Bournemouth. Yeah, but then I think, as you said, though, there's some good single game week players this week. Sure, okay. So so kind of the risk is, because the mm, reason, as you enough. said, even on your bench boost, you've you've got one of one of your extra Luton players as a goalkeeper, which I can't play because I can't bench boost. Dude, I would, yeah, so you go like Kelleher for 3.7. Yeah. Well, I'd probably go, I'd probably go Ariola and Neto. I do Ariola and Neto if I play yeah, this double week. game week this yeah. week. Ariola yeah, plays yeah. next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That's not, if I was, but but the thing is, I for me personally, my team looks okay for this week. So I'm like, I don't really need to mess about with it. The mm, the thing that point. put me off the wild card in 29 
is the international break and I could come back to a bit of a, a mess. And also in 29, if I if I hit the wild card, I don't have Solanke in that team. Or perhaps I should. But perhaps the, perhaps the answer is... Oh, 29. Yeah, yeah but, but actually, perhaps the answer is I should have him because I want Solanke when when I get when I look at my team again in 30. The, the, the danger is because, because of that two-week break, you might get some international injuries and your team looks a mess even though you've just wild-carded. But and I feel like it's but but it does mean you get the free hit in hand. I don't think it's a completely crazy thing, but the issue is you then need to find a way to bench boost, and you're doing yeah. that without knowing what the games are. That and that and that 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 kind of equally applies to 28 as well. If you if you're going to bench yeah. wild card, I, I would have done it in 31. I think if I didn't have all the fires to put out, that was like I'm at a minus eight, and now Trippier's injured. Uh, oh, and by the way, I would have, I would have still had a stupid in. Oh, and by the way, I wouldn't have sauna I'd have KDB. So it's like I'm like I've got so many other transfers. I like I'm at a minus in, and I still have all these other like four things I'd want to do. I don't have a double game week keeper, right? I, like yeah. you know, like there's a lot of stuff like that where I'm like, man, you know, I think it's so for for uh, Sandy, it's like. Do you have a bunch of fires in your team? Then maybe you do look at this week, or maybe you do at 31. If you don't, then maybe, you know, 35 for the big bench boost. But I just, I don't think it's going to be that hard to get to a good scenario in 37 anyway with how many teams it sounds like are going to double. Yeah, that's that. that I think that's a fair argument. You're going to have like 12 doublers in your team anyway <laughs> without yeah. even making a transfer. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about maybe free hit but wildcard in 29 the downside of wildcard in 29 compared to wildcard and now is is kev says you can play the doubles more which i say is less of a for my team is less of a, a factor because i can get a few doublers in it i've got i'm gonna have three doublers anyway which i don't hate because as kev said you've got a lot of good single game week players but it does mean i can have i can then obviously make the extra transfer next week the um the, the the i guess the two other things i'd say is you touched on about the yellow card so i message you saying oh but when you bench boost later on, aren't we going to get caught about these yellow cards? Now, I then looked at it again and went, actually, once a player's got to 32 games, mm-hmm. that is when your your yellow, your 10, it's no longer 10 yellow cards, it's up to 15. So I think the yellow card thing's not really an issue for 37, but it could be an issue for 34 bench boost because I think a lot of teams' 32nd game will be in week game week 33, Kev. Mm-hmm. And the okay. reason... Because because obviously because a lot of lot a lot of teams have got a rearranged game right so that means they'll only get to thirty second game in game week thirty three so if you try and bench boost in thirty four you're probably gonna have to wild card in thirty two or thirty three and you'll be so there'll be certain players like maybe Gordon or who's got a lot of yellow cards that you'll have to avoid because you go well, I can't bench boost with this guy because if he gets booked in thirty three. Or thirty-two. I'm gonna. Uh, he's gonna miss one of one one of the bench boost games, or whatever. So yeah. maybe it's not the biggest factor in the world, but it is something that could play havoc later down the line. Um, just as I'm saying this now, I perhaps 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 I will relook at this game week twenty-nine bench boost because one of the uh, uh, wild card because one of the reasons why I didn't like it is I lost trip here, which I've got because there's like pros and cons with what team yeah, I've got now. Kev, he can right? go now. Sorry. I think Trippier can go now. Yeah, I I, I like Trippier's games in thirty and thirty one, which is why I do like Wildcard thirty two because I think that's when, in my head, the fixtures turn a little bit as well. But anyway, uh, it's it's one I'm going to ponder next week. But I mean, I am planning to free hit. I think 
but may, maybe I'll wildcard. Who knows? Okay. Um, Good luck with your decision. I'm happy I've passed mine. I mean, who knows if it's right or wrong? I don't know, but it's over with. Thank God. Um, I think we'll leave it there, Kev. All right. Um, that was quite. Cool. Dude, I'm on a I'm on a bench boost with Ross Barkley on my bench. Like, what the fuck is happening this season? I mean, you're gonna get good good green this week, right? <laughs> I, I I have this weird feeling because of the whole like inside joke with Ross Barkley and all that. That like it's I have this good weird vibe about it, man. I don't know, like something's gonna happen. Like it's gonna be like, dude. <laughs> You're gonna be like you're gonna have like a Ross Barkley jersey and a picture of him on your bedroom wall after this week or something like. like you well, know what I mean? the thing like, is, well, it's it's either this week or twenty. Because the interesting thing is, right? Yeah. If you end up in a position where you've got three Luton players in twenty nine, which you, which I think, you, well, you can have two, aren't you? Because you'll have Barkley and Doughty, right? And Kaminsky. You, you, oh, of course you'll be playing Kaminsky, won't you? Sorry, um, I had you were playing Neto, but you can't. Well, you can play him if you want, but but Neto is not in twenty nine. He doesn't exactly. Have yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the interesting thing is, anyone free hitting, right? If I'm my free hit team doesn't have Luton players in it, right? Yeah, it that could be like, a, you, right? oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but so if Luton do, if Luton do really well in 29, like win one nil and Barkley scores it, or and Barkley scores and Doughty sets it up, a bunch of saves with Kaminsky or something, or even without, even without the saves, and there's no clean sheets anywhere else, you just get six points from Kaminsky, even that's good, right? Or seven points, whatever yeah. it is. That that could absolutely destroy the free hitters who have gone for all the big guns. So that's kind of quite interesting. I'm gonna right? have who are the big guns then? Because I, I feel like I gonna have. I mean, I went Kudus over Bowen, but I've got I've got obviously Watkins. I'm gonna have Tony. I'm gonna have um, Son Madison. Uh, Son and Madison. I want to. I'll Kudus over Bowen. I think I, some I would, people will. I think I think it'll be Watkins, Tony, uh, Son, Madison, Bowen, Kudis. I think that'll be the attackers, and then one more midder forward, which is going to oh, be I guess, Louise or a Wani, isn't it? Or Morris. I guess a lot of people will have him. So it's funny that everybody's about to go Morris, and I just wildcarded and have three Luton, and I don't have Morris. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, but I guess my point for you is because because of the way you anyone that's pushing for yeah. these loot and so what's interesting is anyone that's anyone that's free hitting in twenty nine, mm-hmm. I think will have no loot and players, maybe Doughty, right. and but anyone that hasn't right. free hit in twenty nine will probably have three loot and players. So that loot and forest game versus yeah. could be critical to who, what what was best free hit or not. If that kind of makes sense. Anyway. I think Luton will have some ownership versus Forest because Forest are perceived as probably one of the like best fixtures that week. No, I really want a Wadi. That's why I'm. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. I like it. But I mean, anyway, that's that's next week's pod because there's only four okay. games. I'm sure. I'm sure we can't talk about that for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should roll. I gotta make dinner. Right. Cool. Okay. Bye. See you, buddy. Have a good week, man. Bye, bye. I will. Bye.